Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Let's be honest. Your family and friends love receiving gift cards for the holidays. And what better way to gift them what they really want than with happy cards? Happy Cards make giving personal gift cards easy and stress-free by helping you give the gift of choice. When you give Happy Cards, your lucky loved one can use them at any of the brands displayed in the card. I use Happy Cards, and I am a happy camper, and it's exactly what you need to do for the holidays. Your mom, wife, sister, or girlfriend can check out Happy Her. Picky teenagers, nieces, and nephews can check out Happy Teen. For the restaurant lover in your life, check out Happy Eats. And that includes Cracker Barrel, Dave & Buster's, Buffalo Wild Wings, or Panera Bread. Last-minute gifts for coworkers, teachers, coaches, and holiday party posts. Check out Happy Moments or Happy Holidays. You'll find everything you need. Cheesecake factories in there, Red Lobster, P.F. Chang's, all good stuff. Happy cards contain no fees, no stress, and they never expire, making it the perfect gift that anyone will love. Best of all, you can avoid the headache of holiday shopping by heading over to giftcards.com and have your happy cards delivered straight to your door. All season long, please enjoy free shipping and all happy cards. Visit giftcards.com slash happy or pick one up today at your local grocery store. Have a happy holiday season with happy cards. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. But Bill Belichick saying he knows nothing about it, they've never seen anything, you know, with the videotape, I find that really surprising. This is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan on the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. We'll talk to Lane Kiffin, the old Miss head coach. He'll join us coming up in a little bit here. More phone calls. And are we going to go with a different poll question for the final hour there, McLovin? Yeah, we probably should. Right now we have up who, uh, what bothers you the most, the Patriots allegations, Yankees spending a lot, and just for fun, Alabama and Duke. And it's by far the Patriots. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're for or against the allegations, but people are not liking that. I had a random, totally random poll question. Okay. Le'Veon Bell is in big trouble in New York because he was caught bowling the Saturday night before missing Sunday's game. Yeah. Would you rather be great at bowling or pool or poker? Not great enough to make a living out of, but just great that you could dominate your buddies at the bar. Bowling, pool, or poker? I was thrown out because Le'Veon bowled a two fifty six on Saturday. Well, poker night. I could make a living. Well, bowl and pool, technically, I guess you could. I could, but I I could I can always find a poker game. You can make a lot of money in poker. Okay, yeah. How about darts? How about darts? Um, I guess um, I I think pool. Like pool still looks glamorous when you're really good at it. You know, dart it, darts is still weird. Um. And then bowling, just because you're a great bowler, like you don't even – you don't necessarily look cool if you're a great bowler. But if you're great at pool, you look cool. Yeah, see. Yeah, that is kind of true. Like even like the best bowler in the world is still kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, you really get the sense that you could – if you spent a year right now, if you spent the next 12 months, you could become a professional bowler. <laughs> don't you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we've all had decent games in bowling, but if you show up with your own ball and shoes, you still look kind of dorky. If you show up with your own pool cue, your own pool stick, I mean, you look pretty badass there. Your own darts, and you have your own little dart compartment there or case, that's not cool. This is not. But you're in a pub, though, when you're playing darts. Most of you have a beer in your hand. Yeah, but pool, yeah. pool tables in a bar. I, I'd be, a, I'd, I'd be a pool player. The problem with being a really good pool player is that you also have to be a really good fighter because you're going to get into a lot of bar fights. Because you know, people are going to step up and be like, "I got next," and then what's going to happen? You're either going to throw it or you're going to win, and then you're going to get into fights. Yes, McClellan. You've owned your own ball, right? You're the guy. I, I and shoes. I own my own ball and shoes. Are you the only, I assume you're the only guy here. Is anyone else on their own? Yeah. This is when I was at CNN, and and I didn't know anybody. And then my wife said, well, you know, do they have a baseball team, a softball team? Or something? I said, they have a bowling team. She said, why don't you join the bowling team? And I hated it. Like, nobody, nobody had any fun. Like, there was beer, but nobody, they were really serious that we were, that we were actually going to win. And I, and I finally said to them, guys, we're not any good. Let's just have fun. And they were really serious. Is it co-ed? No, what even oh. co-ed? Oh. That's weak, man. Yeah. I had guys who were really serious. Team yeah. names and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Everybody had a nickname. And and I said, you know, can we get, like, goofy shirts and stuff? And, and, and no matter what I said, it was always the wrong thing. What do you mean goofy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're just called bowling shirts. <laughs> Doesn't that go along with the shirt that it's going to look bad? Were you guys, like, gutter balls with a Z on the end? Really? <laughs> little attitude? Gutter balls? No, we were D's balls. Yeah, D's balls. D's balls. That that was that was what I was. The seven ten splits. Yeah, split us. The Z. How <laughs> you spice it up? Yes, McLovin. Van Wright involved? No, Van Wright was not. Is that would get interesting? Maybe. No, the sportscaster John Fricky was uh, on oh, my yeah. bowling team. I was on his, and he's from Nebraska. He was really, really serious about That's bowling. bowling country. Yes, he was really, really serious. <laughs> And I, I pride myself in being a decent athlete growing up. It was one of the lower points in my life when I went in and got my own ball and shoes because I wanted to show the guys on the team that I was all in on the team. It was one of those statement purchases where you go, oh, God. Similar to a young Todd Fritz at the boot barn yes. in San Bernardino. Oh, yes. $864. Yes. I showed up in Denim and Diamonds at that getup. I don't know how the ladies were flocking. Extremely disappointed. And nobody falling in love with a guy, you know, is bringing his own bowling. What about, did you have the, did you have the wrist guard, that hand yes. guard, your wrist straight? And yes, everything? I had that. Had it all. Yeah. But it wasn't any fun. And then they would monitor how many beers I had. So I, I had people counting my beers when I'm bowling. I'm going, no, 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 no. Can't do that. And I said, look, I'm going to get better the more beers I drink. And then they allowed me to drink beer. And then you get to that point where you're not getting better. Because I think we've, you know, you've gone to the bar and you played pool and you went, man, I'm killing it. And then you have another beer. I'm killing it. And then you have another beer and you go, I'm getting killed. There's always that point where you go, I think I've had one too many. And I always had one too many. You know, then then you're just like a gutter ball. So come on, come on! You need to, you just need to pick up seven, gutter. You go have like a beer and a bunch of French fries, and then you use the little <laughs> air blower to dry off your hands. Maybe a little powder. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. rosin bag. Yeah. Yeah. Did all of those things. <laughs> all those cheesy things. Yeah, same. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't go bowling over Thanksgiving with my family. Remember, I went to see the movie by myself, Knives Out, and everybody else was going bowling. And I said, I'm not, I'm not going to go bowling. And my wife goes, you're with your family. I go, I know, but I don't want to go bowling. It brings back, it's too soon. I don't roll on Thanksgiving. Those, those <laughs> memories are too painful. <laughs> Sounds like you spared them the embarrassment. Oh, oh hey. Tyler. Yeah. 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 Threw it out there, yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> For a change. All right. Uh, this program brought to you by the great folks at Golden Road Brewing. And if you're going to the Christmas party, Golden Road Brewing, we got it for you. Mango Cart, Wolf Pup Session IPA, we'll have those on tap, available in all 50 states, uh, perfect for all your holiday parties, and uh, you have rotating seasonal limited edition brews there, uh, freshest ingredients. Get a little California in every one of their beers. California-inspired Golden Road Brewing Fresh Craft Beer since 2011. Get to your phone calls coming up. Fritzy, you just sent me something that... The uptick in home runs is attributed to the seam heights and batting techniques, not juiced baseball. Yeah, I'm looking at a story from uh, Jeff Passan that uh, hit the wires just a little while ago trying to figure out uh, other reasons why all these home runs that are not PED related. Decreases in error resistance spurred by the inconsistent seam height on the baseball and, quote, changes in player behavior that produced different launch angles and exit velocities that led to the dramatic increase in home runs during the 2019 season. So they had a committee of professors asked by Major League Baseball to help them explain why we had 6,776 home runs during the regular season, 11% higher than the uh, previous year. So... You had players who questioned this, and so they, they commissioned a study there, and that's what they came up with, the, the height of the seams and uh, the launch angle created more home runs. Yeah, Paul. But if the seam heights were different on baseballs, then that's exactly what we're saying. The balls are different. I, I, that's what I guess. Yeah, but that wouldn't be – did they do it on purpose? You know, that, that's what I'd want to know if they said, boy, you know what, we don't have to juice up the baseballs, but if we, we change the height of the seams on baseball, you'll get more home runs. Yeah, Fritzy. Yeah, the start of seam height somehow accounts for about 35% of a ball's carry, according to the report. So the committee developed a new technique that tied seam height to the drag coefficient. <laughs> a little above our greater figure. Now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, back to bowling. Uh, Le'Veon Bell went bowling Saturday night. And uh, he was uh, suffering from the flu. I guess he bowled a really good game of 251, and he's making no apologies that he went bowling Saturday night. I don't feel bad about what I did, Bell said. I didn't break any rules. I wasn't a distraction until now. You know, Bell hasn't said too much. You know, he and Adam Gaze don't get along. Adam Gaze didn't want him. I don't think Le'Veon Bell is with this team next year, but... Does it? If you're a, a you know a suitor for Le'Veon Bell, does this give you pause of what happened in Pittsburgh and now who he is in in New York? It would me. And plus, I'm not paying him 14 million dollars. I'd say, oh, you want to come in? 
How about $8 million, Le'Veon? How about that? How about you give us a team-friendly discount here, and we'd be more than happy to work you, uh, work you into the lineup. But uh, so here he is. He's uh, saying that he uh, has no regrets. Now, if he bowled like a 151, would he have regret? Like his, he has no regrets because he bowled a 251? And he wasn't a distraction until somebody spotted him on a Saturday night bowling. Probably had his jersey on, too. Troy Aikman says he wants to be in the NFL in a front office, but he does not want to be with the Dallas Cowboys. That leads me to Jerry Jones. And uh, Jerry, of course, uh, on record talking about have they talked to any coaches? Here's Jerry Jones on the possibility of replacing Jason Garrett. There is a report from James Slater in the NFL Network. Can you confirm that report? There's been a recent meeting between Stephen or yourself and Urban Meyer. That's not correct. I can I can confirm that it is absolutely not correct. We have not met with any coach, not met with any, specifically uh, why in answering that question, I don't want to imply that we wouldn't in a way that would diminish uh, the credibility of uh, the or in this case, a player or somebody you're asking about. Normally when somebody says, have you met with such and such? Are you interested in such and such? And you said, I have not. Its implication is you're not interested. That shouldn't be uh, brought uh, forward either. The facts are we just have not talked to any coach, potential coach in the NFL. All right. Have you talked to his agent? You haven't met with any coach. Have you talked to any coach? Talk to his people. That's usually how this works. It's not like Urban Meyer is going to call up Jerry Jones or Jerry Jones is going to call up Urban Meyer. It'll be whoever is representing Urban Meyer in a situation like this is probably going to hear from somebody with Jerry Jones. Maybe Jerry Jones' son reaches out and says, hey, we're just doing our due diligence. want to see if we do make a change here, would Urban be interested in this job? You know, I know that it doesn't help you. Jerry's already put too much pressure on Jason Garrett because now we expect him to be fired. And, uh, you know, instead of kind of couching a lot of this and saying, you know what, Jason's our guy, it feels like he's gone out of his way to say Jason is going to get a job in the NFL with someone next year. You know, not us, but somebody else in the NFL. So he, he hurts his arguments by doing this. I would assume that they are taking inventory of those coaches that might be interested in this job. Fritzy, would you read those Troy Aikman comments again? Because Troy was doing a radio interview, I believe yesterday, and he talked about maybe working for a front office, but the reasons why he would not want to work for the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought, if I'm Jerry Jones, this should catch my attention. It should. I don't know if it will. Yeah, Todd. So he was asked recently on 1310 to ticket in Dallas about his interest in becoming part of the Cowboys front office. Troy says, I doubt it. I think that's a real long shot. I believe it's unlikely that Jerry will ever bring anybody in that can help this football team in that regard just because he's been real stubborn and steadfast in that he's the one in charge. I think in a lot of ways, until that changes, this team is going to have some problems. Yeah. That, that is the new and improved Troy Aikman, honest Troy Aikman there, where he just gives you what his opinion truly is. And Jerry Jones should at least... Take that under consideration, what Troy is saying there. He should. I don't know if he will. Probably not. And, you know, is Urban Meyer interested in this job? Is Lincoln Riley interested in this job? There's other openings there. Um, 
You know, the fact that Troy said he wants to go into the front office, I found interesting because I thought, well, I can't imagine that he would want to. Now, I said I didn't think he would do it with the Dallas Cowboys. But if there's another team, and I think he's looking at John Elway, uh, John Lynch with the 49ers and saying, you know, it'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that looks like that would be the next great challenge there. Here was another story that I found amazing. The NFL will reportedly do a top-down review of officiating. Okay. This should never have been made public. How is this made public? Because now there's even more pressure on the NFL. You know, from the top down, we're going to review officiating. Wait, is there something wrong with officiating here? The NFL would lead us to believe there's nothing wrong with officiating. Hey, we're, we're, we got that uh, pass interference replay rule. We got it all figured out here. Wow. Oh, man. How does this get public? Yes, Paulie. Yeah, we were just discussing back here. I don't think there's anything wrong with the officials, the people. There's not some magical group of men out there and women that can do this better that we can't find and we're going to find them somewhere. And by paying them full time, they're not going to do this better. The job has become paralyzing because there's too many rules in a game that's moving 25 miles an hour. These guys are flying around the field and you're trying to adjudicate it. And they have too many rules and too much criticism. There should be less officiating, less of rules. Get rid of holding. Get rid of all these all these silly rules that just hamper the game. They keep adding. They don't subtract. That's always been my big argument with the NFL. Hey, we'll make it better by adding more language or more calls. You need to have – how about you just get the calls right when you get the opportunity to get the call right? If you make the mistake and you, you, know, you miss it and then they correct it, then great. Then we all win. It feels like the NFL went out of its way to not embarrass its officials. That was the feeling I got with all of this. Because there are times when you go, how is that not pass interference? Like, what? just tell me. I would love to watch this where you hear the discussion in real time going, no, no, I don't see that as a penalty there. Is there a discussion? Is it just one person going, nah, I didn't see enough there. But, yeah, top down, absolutely. You need to, you need to fix the replay part of this, too. Because if you're going to use it, then use it correctly to make sure you get the call right. As much as we love thinking, boy, we'll never have a situation like the Saints and the Rams again. Really? I think we're going to have a disastrous call or non-call in the postseason. I do. What are the odds? Pretty strong. Right? All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll talk to uh, Lane Kiffin. He'll join us uh, coming up. Also, I saw where... um, there's some light criticism of Joe Burrow going into the draft. Light criticism. And, you know, you start to put Justin Herbert in there and Tua Tonga-Vailoa, and uh, there are some scouts who have talked about Joe Burrow that he's not threatening, that he doesn't scare you. Judging from uh, – you know what? I would just ask the defensive coordinators in the SEC, did he make you nervous? Now, if they say no, then okay. But judging from what I saw against Alabama and Georgia, I'd love to, if I'm a scout, I would talk to those two defensive coordinators and say, what was it that you saw that you had problems with? What made you nervous about, you know, Joe Burrow? Is he a guy that you're going to have to game plan for? You know, that would be the information that I would want to know. All right, we'll take a break. We'll uh, come back with Lane Kiffin. Your phone call is coming up as well. Now I'm hearing from all these bowlers.
Uh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 just not a bowler. Yes, bowling. Don't get this demo mad at us. I know, I know. But I tried. I got my own ball. I have my own bowling ball here with the Danettes' faces on it, along with mine. Yes. We really blew it not starting a bowling league like seven years ago. (laughs) But how many do you have on a team? Can you have? Do you have five or is there four? Man, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, I wanted to say four. Like, who's the alternate? Who's the uh, the hammer bringing it home? Who would be the worst bowler out of this group? Paulie? I think it's me. I, I'm, I've, I've actually tried bowling before, and I'm terrible at it. Like, where I, I, I'm focused, and it's terrible. Todd, are you capable? I'm, I'm a pretty good bowler. I used to have bowling birthday parties. Uh, and I didn't have to have the little bumpers to cover the gutters. <laughs> I, I, I could probably... Yeah, it was give, last year. Yeah, that's true. I could give you like a 130, 140, I okay. think, something in that ballpark. Maybe average 125. I need a little bit. Well, you're not the hammer then. I don't know that that's winning any. No, that's uh, not uh, any meat. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the 130, 140. Wait, ball. is it a meat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a, I think it's a game. I think, it, I think it's a game. I like meat. Meat. Bowling meat. Yeah. Is it a match? A bowling match? Bowling match? I don't know. McLovin, you any good at bowling? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm legit. Really? Oh, yeah. I've done a lot of bowling. <laughs> we just found our anchor then. We just found our anchor. Uh, Dan, I never own my own ball, though, so you guys are ahead of me. I'm third, I think. No, no, no. You're the hammer. No. Because I want to be matched up against, like, their third or fourth guy. You know, it's like you don't want to be Strasburg. Or, or Verlander here. You're saying we have to go against Jesus from uh, from Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. I want to be third or fourth. I'll bat leadoff. Well, see, so you're you're going to go hammer. Yeah, I could do that. All I'll right. bat leadoff. Ben McLovin, then me, and then Todd. Or I, don't, t- I don't need the pressure of going at the okay. very end when you're telling me we got to get eight pins or we lose. No, no, no. I'm, I'm putting less pressure on you the deeper you are in the lineup. Yeah, but I don't want to go last. Though, okay, then you go third. Me. Well, let's go into a five-man league, right, so we can all – Bowl. I think the order. I'll go first. Paulie, you bring. You go second. I, I would like to go last because I'm. I can handle my alcohol, so I could drink with anybody. How about we? But you just said you're terrible. But I'm. I'm clutch and terrible. How about we? We just go bowling once. Yeah. And we let. We let the audience judge if we're any good. We just. We take the French kitty, videotapes it, and we just take over. Milford Bowl. To see if we're bowling league worthy? Is that what we're? What yeah. Say? Yeah. Because I don't want to join a league until I think that we're league worthy. We should do a bowling league. It'd be so much fun. 21 after the hour. Back after this for the Dan Patrick Show. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning. Pick up some milk. Figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing? You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, We bring everything together in one place, so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. 
And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Lane Kiffin set to join us in the Continental Tire Coaches Corner. Some more phone calls coming up. LaDainian Tomlinson will join us on the program. Mario, Mario in the back wants to know what play has been more analyzed. The air ball that he had in the AUAA, the semifinal game, or the Seahawks deciding to pass on the goal line to lose the Super Bowl? Mm, it's close. But I'm going to go Seahawks because it's older and uh, more time for people to review that. Mario's was dumber than the Seahawks. But uh... <laughs> by the way, Christmas ornaments have been spectacular. Uh, make sure you send those in. And if you do have uh, calendars that you want us to sign, be more than happy to do it. Self-addressed stamped envelope would be very, very helpful for Mario. Lane Kiffin uh, set to join us there, Todd. He is all set. Morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Dan. Doing great. How's life? Wonderful. I don't even know what, like I was just telling Fritzy, I don't even know what day it is. Cause he said, happy, happy holidays. I don't know what month we're in, but just trying to find some recruits. How many opportunities did you have? Was the Arkansas offer, was that real? Well, I can't, I'm not going to get into specific ones, Dan. You know, I respect those places, but there were other definite options, um, you know. But, you know, this ended up. Uh, you know, looking at the roster, a lot of great young players. And, you know, I was at Alabama for three years, and we lost two regular season games, and both were at Ole Miss. So I got to see, you know, what the place looked like, you know, when it was rolling. So, you know, it's not like going to a place that you got to, you know, do something that's never been done before. Did you hear from Nick Saban? Uh, I have not. I got a message through someone um, that he was he was happy for me and well-deserved. But um, I actually have that on my list here because I slow down here to call him and thank him again. How much did you miss the SEC while you were outside of it? You know, I didn't every day, but, you know, I, I did, you know, when you watch an SEC championship or the national championship, the playoffs, you know, or or one of those big games in the start of it, you know, you watch it on TV and, and you go, man, you do, you missed that. Like, it was like that was the only thing that was missing. FAU was great, phenomenal support, leadership, unbelievable players, unbelievable roster coming back, you know, teams hot as can be, so... That part was difficult, but, there, you know, this was not about money um, or ego. This was strictly about, you know, just just missing that that being at the top level versus the top coaches and top players in, in, the, in America. But what would this Lane Kiffin tell the Lane Kiffin who coached the Raiders? Um, slow down, um, you know, think things through, decision-making, um, not just major moves like, you know, where you're going to go work, but daily moves. And um, I think that's part of natural maturity. And I think that's, you know, probably got too many things too fast, too early, and wasn't ready for them. How do you out-recruit Alabama, LSU, Georgia? Well, we're not going to win on all the guys, obviously. No one does. Um, So, you know, we just got to go sell our program. Um, We're putting together a great staff, one that, you know, when you come here, you know, it's – it's going to be easy to sell to the kids, hey, you know, you're going to get coached just like there, you know, with great coaches and prepare you for the NFL. And, and you know, now we just got to go go win games so that we can say the same thing. Hey, you're coming here to win championships as well. So 
there's a great recipe here. It's, it's like I said, it's been done before. Now it just needs to be done more on a consistent basis. You know, there's been ten win seasons, but then it'll be dipped down to five wins. We've got to build a program that stays up there. Well, Ole Miss always wins the tailgate. I will say that. They are good at that, I've heard, yes. yes I, I do remember that. And I remember <laughs> the field being rushed when they beat us at Alabama down here, and they beat us uh, the field rush. And they win the tarmac tailgate as well, man, because when I landed on the tarmac, there was a uh, couple thousand-person tailgate party going on, which I didn't know you could do um, on the airport tarmac, but and SEC. So they're tailgating your arrival. <clears throat> yes, yes, they had tailgate arrival. It would look like, I mean, I couldn't even see over them. There were so many people. And they're like, the plane landed, and you, like, look out, and they got their phones on with the lights. It was like a, it was like a horror movie where, like, they keep closing in. And, closing, <laughs> closing, and, like, and I'm like, wait, can't get out of here. <laughs> but you've had a bad tarmac experience before. <clears throat> I had not thought of that until, jokingly, at the press conference, someone brought that up. I said, yes, this is a much better tarmac memory than the last one. Because you got fired on the tarmac at USC by Pat Hayden. Yes. Is that how it, like, so the plane land, explain that to me. Well, I guess in theory it wasn't on the tarmac. The plane landed. I got on the, the bus because it was like 4 a.m. And I was going back to the office because it was so late. And I used to go home, go back to the office, sleep for a couple hours, and get ready, you know, to, to get on the next week game plan. And then uh, the assistant athletic, Jake Kamekave, stopped the bus, pulled me off the bus, you know, as we were leaving the airport, and then brought me into you know, the private airport right there into one of the little conference rooms, and, and there I was fired. So in theory, it wasn't on the tarmac. Wait, so how did you get home? Uh, someone drove me home. Um, I can't remember one of the one of the workers there or something like that gave but, me a ride home. But why? I, I still never understood that, that they, like, couldn't they wait? Like, did you have to be fired at 4 a.m. in the morning when they take you off a bus? I guess they were so excited about, you know, not excited, that's not word, but they were so, no, I thought it wasn't the right word, not about getting rid of me. Like, they just wanted to get, I guess, get the whole thing over with. So, you know, they had the press conference the next morning uh, with Ed Ogeron, you know, to announce him as interim head coach. So I also uh, saw a report. It was such a rush because I think we had a bye the next week, so I don't really understand why it was such a rush. Bruce Feldman told a story that, Ed, Ed uh, Orgeron didn't get the full-time job or didn't get uh, considered for long-term because his voice bothered some people in the athletic department at USC. Did you ever hear that? I could see that happening at USC, yeah. <laughs> wait. wait. <clears throat> hey, no, hey, no, by the way, um, I, how's LSU doing right now? They're, they're, that, they're doing that really voice, well. That voice working okay? <laughs> so should you hire a coach? Hey, no, KDs, don't hire a coach based off his voice. Yeah, I'm waiting for an athletic director to say, you know, the reason why we hired him, he's got a really good voice. Our fans can understand. <laughs> Where? What is the next uh, wrinkle with offense? You're an offensive-minded guy. What, what, what's next in college football? <clears throat> wow, I, I got that question before. Um, I think people are just still trying to figure out how to catch up with where it's at now defensively. And old-school offenses now, you know, around the country, you see getting fired because they, they aren't keeping up. So I don't really know what the next step would be. I mean, it seems like we're so far we're so far out there from where we used to be, for instance, at USC. I mean, we don't – our offense looks nothing like it did at USC, you know. And so um, I'm proud of, of how we've evolved and caught up. And actually, even at FAU over the last couple of years, NFL teams have sent down coaches 
you know, to learn what, what we're doing um, to bring it up to, to that level. It's kind of backwards than what you would think. NFL is copying college. It used to be the other way around. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I understand that, and, and I think it's great that you're seeing some of these head coaches in the NFL that they're adopting the style of the quarterback they're going to draft so the transition becomes a little easier. We're certainly seeing that with Lamar Jackson. I think we saw that with Cam Newton. Do you think that's going to continue in the NFL? Yeah, if you're smart, I mean, you you have to build. I mean, they've always said build around your quarterback, but that used to just mean get get good players, you know. Now it's, if you're doing it right, you build around your quarterback. What plays are you going to call? What system are you running? And then you get people that fit that system. That never used to be talked about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's, because I've seen where Belichick has gone back to college and, you know, talk to Mike Leach and, you know, some of these are, you know, Nick Saban and, you know. How long do you think Saban's going to coach for? I think a long time. Really? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, what else is he going to do? I mean. Does he have any hobbies? He, he does golf, um, but but he's miserable. You know, so. <laughs> and I mean, I mean that in a way, but he, he's, it's why he's so good. He is singularly focused on the University of Alabama and football at Alabama every minute of every day. Even if he's golfing, even if he's on a boat, I mean, you know, he's got his recruiting calls to make every night, you know, whether it's Christmas or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Every day is the same, and that's why he's so good. So I don't know how he could retire. I think, you know, my dad's like that. And yeah. My dad's turning 80 this year and still coaching for us, walking around the field, you know, meeting with players, you know, helping young coaches. So, you know, there are certain people like that, I, I you know, I call them like prisoners. Like, they can't go in the real world. Like, Shawshank Redemption, you know, when when Brooks Hadler goes in the row where he can't he can't do it, he's like, wait, I, I need to be in prison, you know. So they come back. Well, I remember Brent Musburger telling me that Joe Paterno would die on the job because he's a lifer. That you know that you're you're afraid to stop, and I think that you find this with like Urban Meyer. Do you think Urban Meyer's coming back to coach? I do, and that's not from anything that Urban has said to me. So I want some rumor mill. Um, but maybe the NFL and not college. Uh, I don't know. He seems like, I mean, maybe he seems more of a college fit just because his ability to recruit. But, but maybe you know if he if he wants to have a little more balance than the college because college is year long. You know, in the NFL, the NFL nowadays coaches you know work half a year. You know, because of the NFLPA and the agreements. They, you know, a lot of these staffs are one week on, one week off in the off season, which is you know that don't happen in college. Well. Maybe we'll pay a visit down to Oxford this uh, this year. I'll bring the uh, the Danettes down there, and you know we'll uh, we'll tailgate down there. Fritzy in the Grove, baby. Oh no, that that <laughs> I'm in. There there might be NCAA violations there, though, Coach. I don't know if I want Fritzy in the Grove. We're staying away from those, Dan. Yes, we are. We're staying away from NCAA violations. Uh, hey, Coach, uh, congratulations, and uh, we'll be in touch. Appreciate it. That's, that's, that's Elaine Kiffin. And happy holidays, too, even though he's not sure what day it is. Continental Tire Coach's Corner, proud to be the exclusive tire of the Dan Patrick Show. No matter where you drive, what you drive, how you drive, they have a tire for you at ContinentalTire.com. Yes, Seton O'Connor. You know, Paulie said it the other day, and I didn't quite get it, but, God, we missed that guy. We really needed him back. No, he is. He's, he's great for college football. He really he, is. You may not like him. You may not think he's great, uh, but he is. he's like Spurrier. Although Spurrier was great and a Hall of Fame coach, but... You miss that. You miss a personality. You miss somebody saying something, not afraid to stir it up a little bit there. Yeah. He's got his work cut out for him, though.
Yeah, Paul. Did he compare Nick Saban to uh, Brooks Hedlund, the old guy from Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. I just want to double-check yes, that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. It's a hell of a reference by, by Ed Kevin. But, but the fact that he, like USC, was, was so anxious to fire him that he doesn't even get the bus ride back to campus or back to his car. It's like, we're going to take you off. I, I can't imagine what that must have been like, that conversation, prior to firing him. Like you, Pat Hayden, the athletic director, J.K. McKay, the assistant athletic director, must have been so angry, so livid as they come back from the road trip. Was that the Oregon loss, McLovin? Do you remember if that's when they got uh, blown out? I'm not sure, but the fact that they go, oh, I'm so mad. I'm, I'm, where is he? He's on the bus. Stop the bus. Get him off the bus. And then you and then you fire him, and then then you all leave. Yeah, Paul. I've been to Oxford before when I was a sophomore in college. I almost transferred. I had such a good time down there. We got to go. We got to go. Yeah. It could be any game. They're, that tailgate is dominant. Yep. Yeah, McLovin. I'm reading that he was fired following an ASU loss. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. But just the fact that they were so angry that you take him off the bus and then you bring him into a little room and, you know, they have those private uh, airplane terminals. So you have a little conference room in there probably. Yeah, Paul. Ole Miss hosts Alabama Saturday, October 3rd at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Mm. Do we want to go for that game, though? It's a biggie. They got they got Auburn a couple weeks Auburn. earlier. Nothing wrong with that. Shoot, I'll take the Southeast Missouri Redhawks playing in Oxford. Well, that's what I was wondering. You know, do you want to go where, you know, if you do see coach that you want to see him before the game, maybe not after the game if they're playing Auburn or Alabama. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. We'll do all of that right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BET now to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball, to the Women's World Cup and all things UFC, betonline.ag has you covered. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Hey listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast1.com clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to 
a tropical paradise. Try them both. Then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. During the commercial break, I uh, said Adam Schefter was soft. I'd like to retract that if I could. My information got my source on this. <laughs> what's, okay, the, okay. what's the difference? Okay. Now, there's a big difference, McLovin. I had kidney stones, and Adam Schefter got kidney stones. And then you go, yeah, Schefter missed five weeks of work. Yeah, what's that I said? Kidney I, he, stones. I saw he worked, but he was, like, not at his A game. But, but, but he mi- didn't miss five weeks. I know. Here's the actual tweet. Sped the past five days trying to pass a kidney stone in the hospital. Spelled hospital wrong, by the way. It passed 90 minutes before kickoff of Michigan-Ohio State. Your move, Ohio State. He's a Michigan grad. Would you like to issue a retraction? Well, I know, because just because you have kidney stones doesn't make you soft anyway. It's not like you voluntarily. Well, I, I know, but when you said five weeks with kidney stones. Yeah. Then, then I said soft, and now it's five days, and I realized that, you know, you're in tremendous pain. Still soft, but, you know, tremendous pain. I'm sorry, Adam. I got my reporting was off. Yes. You're never going to be an insider. A lot of people tweeted us saying that Adam copied off of you that uh, because you were a little bit before him. Yeah. It was programming content. Yeah. I, I asked for these kidneys. I had the kidney stones implanted. Just so I could get a little more sympathy here when it comes to the time time. release. Yeah, they were about when are these damn kidney stones going to pass. I don't seem to remember you enjoying them very much. No, I did not. If you've had them, you would never question anybody who misses work or is not feeling well when you have them. No, you you we would not. Yes, yes, Stephen. I like to make fun of everyone for just about everything, but I don't want any part of that karma. Nope. You do not, and, no. and it is karma. Nope. Because, you know, when you get them, you know you got them, and it's something completely different than you've ever had in your life, where you go, oh, because you can't get in a comfortable position. I, I have a Christmas ornament somebody sent in making fun of my kidney stones, which is fine. Like, me losing my tooth and the kidney stones, hey, it's fair game here. It's all content. That's what I tell Todd every time he goes, ah, you pick on me a little too much sometimes. I haven't said that in a while. It's been at least three days. <laughs> no, it was a couple of weeks ago. And then we showed a video of a guy that's like twice my weight and dancing in the street, and I didn't say I didn't say boo. About I don't that. know if he's twice your weight. He's, he's he might be much about, larger than me. He might be about ten pounds. He's more than ten he pounds. He might be about. 10. Now I'm insulted. Now I'm upset. <laughs> now we're gonna have a conversation after the show about how you pick on me. Too he's, he might be about ten pounds. Heavier. That is extremely mean because I saw him at at least 50 pounds. I just heavier. realized it wasn't Todd in the video. Yeah. The same exact hairdo. <laughs> and I would wear clothes like that and I would dance like that. Yeah, there was a guy dancing on the street corner who looks just like Todd but weighs about seven pounds more than Todd seven does. Pounds. <laughs> uh, oh, I just got this. And my source says Urban Meyer's interested in the Cowboys. Just, just saw that. Uh, from what I'm told, might be too toxic for college to go back. And that would uh, he would be interested in the Dallas job. USC's already taken because they kept Clay Helton. And maybe, maybe the NFL job. That's why I asked Lane Kiffin, do you think he's coming back? And he said yes. Uh, I think it's, it's probably if he does, it's the NFL. 
I'm guessing. But I do think that, you know, he's probably considered too toxic for USC. And that's probably what that three- or four-day holdup was in saying, you know, on second thought, Clay Helton is our guy. Yes, McLovin. Is that a good fit, uh, the Cowboys and Urban Meyer? I I don't see it being a good fit because it, Jerry Jones can't help himself. The older Jerry gets, the longer it is between, you know, winning a Super Bowl, it, it feels like he wants to try to speed this up. He wants to be more involved. Like, he, he cares so much about the Cowboys. He, you know, he, he just, how do I make us better? And sometimes you make your team better by not being involved in it, by being less involved in this. But I can't imagine Urban Meyer walking into that job and going, uh, Jerry, you're going to be here all the time. <laughs> like, at, at, at some point, you want it to be your team. And when is the last time we had a coach with the Cowboys who probably considered it his team? Was that Bill Parcells? And prior to that, it was Jimmy Johnson. Jerry doesn't have a great history with these coaches because I think Jerry probably feels like he knows as much as they do, if not more. And Urban Meyer coming in. And I don't know if Urban wants to go back and be in Ohio and and coach the Cleveland Browns. I, I, I don't know what his interests are. You know, I hope his health is you know, first and foremost to him, which it should be, but sometimes these coaches, you know, don't see themselves as others see you. But uh, I was just told that uh, from a source. All right, uh, this day in sports history, Paulie? 1951, Joe DiMaggio announced his retirement from Major League Baseball. He played all 13 years for the Yankees. 1981, Muhammad Ali fought his last fight, his 61st fight. He lost to Trevor Burbick. In 1985, Dan Shocker, the single Super Bowl shuffle released by the Chicago Bears. Mm. This day in sports history brought to you by Continental Tire. The Pure Contact LS is Continental Tire's newest luxury sport performance tire. The uh, all-season touring tire is taken to the next level by delivering a quiet and comfortable ride blended with long wear. You'll love all the products they have at Continental Tire. Check out your next set of tires. The Pure Contact LS at ContinentalTire.com. Todd Fritz, what did you learn today? Emmanuel Sanders reminds Denver they gave up on the 32-year-old receiver because they were losing. So how you like him now in San Francisco? Okay. All right. Uh, McLovin? I was actually reminded the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl in 85. <laughs> did you guys remember that? Mm. I think they played New Englanders. Mm. Uh, Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? <laughs> Lane Kiffin doesn't know what month it is. Anyone, he certainly didn't know what day it was. because He was supposed to be on with this yesterday, and he... He wasn't sure what day it was. Paulie, what did you learn? Lane Kiffin compared Nick Saban to Brooks Hadlin, the old guy in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Todd, what did I learn on today's award-winning program? You learned Lane Kiffin was touched and impressed by the old Miss tailgate on the tarmac to celebrate his arrival. What we learned brought to you by True Car. In sports, a top-notch organization has it all, like a great front office, incredible personnel. No different when it comes to buying or selling your car. You need to have an MVP at every level. I wish I did. Visit True Car when you're ready to discover, buy, or sell your next car. Visit True Car. Keep those Traeger holiday songs coming in. We will play some of those tomorrow. LaDainian Tomlinson will join us as well. Get you ready for the Thursday night game. Thanks for joining us. Do it again tomorrow here on the Dan Patrick Show.
During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion matters to us and helps support the show. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Just go to podcast1.study, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people to complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to Amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really help us. So please go to podcast1.study, and as always, thank you for supporting the show. And happy holidays from all of us at Podcast One. By the time you finish this ad, 1,157 people will have planned their travel on Skyscanner. Skyscanner is here to make travel simple while finding you the best deals. From flights and hotels to car rentals, we bring everything together in one place so you can plan the perfect trip from D.C. and beyond. Discover why over 100 million travelers trust us every month. Search Skyscanner or download the Skyscanner app today. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 